Hello, everyone. I'm Corey. I'm Eric. I'm Kate. And I'm Alec. And this is the Utini Avatar Show, proud partner of the Utini Network. We are discussing Avatar, The Last Airbender on Netflix. This week is our prologue episode where we are talking about the history with the show and kind of what we expect. Thanks for hanging out with us and be sure to leave us a review wherever you get your podcast if you like what you hear. Before we get into this week's conversations, we have to thank our sponsor, the United Patreon Community. Head over to patreon.com slash utini to see everything that our community has to offer. Stay tuned for more details about that later in the show. All right, let's hit it. Well, welcome, everybody. This is the inaugural episode of the Utini Avatar Show. This is the first show we have ever done beyond Star Wars in the Utini Network. And I want to pause for a second and just kind of talk about the significance of that because, Eric, you and I have been podcasting together for literally years at this point. And, Someone uh, takes you long, Corey. Some would say some some I some may say that some of those people may be in the room with us actually, <laughs> um, and uh, this is kind of wild. We're expanding beyond a show beyond Star Wars. What's that like? Um, it's rad, man. I'm excited. When we first kind of had the idea to expand Utini beyond Star Wars, we knew it was a risk. And when we started to think about the podcast network, you kind of came up with this idea that says, "Hey." There's this nerd culture adjacent show that's coming out pretty close to when we were going to launch everything. And we know that we had seen Avatar. We put out the call. We got Kate and Alec on. And we figured, you know what? If we're actually going to put our money where our mouth is, or rather, all y'all's money where our mouth is, patreon.com slash utini, uh, we might as well start off with something that we uh, think we're going to love. So it, it feels good to start, man. But uh, ask me in about 40 minutes. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll find out. Yeah, that sounds good. If you're new here, Eric and I have done a Star Wars podcast together, Living Force, for a long time. Or we, we recently sort of retired the show a little bit. It's just evolving into something new. We're switching to video and some other fun things. Be sure to check that out you know, on the Utini socials, and uh, you'll see some news about that pretty soon. But I'm also joined with two other very special folks to me. One is my lovely partner and spouse, Kate. Hello, Caitlin. Hey, I'm excited to be here. Uh, yes, Caitlin has uh, been around for the whole time that I've been podcasting with Eric, and uh, has never been on a podcast. I don't know how I, I don't know how I no. talked you into doing this, but uh, uh, I don't think you talked me into it. I think you said Avatar, and I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caitlin and I have watched Avatar several times. We're going to talk more about that here in a little bit, and we're also joined by my good friend Alec, who recently joined the team. Alec, how you doing, man? Dude, never been better. Never been better. So awesome. glad to be here. Yeah, Alec and I go way back. We went to college together. He recently joined the team to help out with some of our Discord stuff, and we put out the call, hey, we're launching an Avatar show. Alec was like, I'm in. Yeah, dude. I mean, how could I pass that up? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, this episode is really more of a kind of a conversational episode. We just kind of want to talk to you guys a little bit about what is the show, what what, what can you really expect as a listener uh, we also want to talk about some of our, you know, our background with the show. I mean, we're all huge fans of Avatar, and uh, we kind of want to just get some of our expectations sort of out of the way, right out the gate. So, you know, I think the first thing we should just kind of lay out is what exactly is the Utini Avatar show? Because we've never produced anything like this before, and I want to make sure that everybody knows what to expect, because this is a seasonal show. We have never launched a, you know, a true seasonal show at Utini before, and this is the first time we're doing this. So this entire show, I believe, is going to be 10 episodes, I believe we counted, maybe 11, uh, 10 or 11 episodes. It'll be standalone. We're going to do a prologue episode. We're going to do one episode for each episode of the Netflix show, and I believe there's eight. And then we're going to do some finale conversations kind of at the end, a, a uh, an epilogue, if you will. And, you know, if they if they continue to produce the show, and I hope they do, then we will bring this back and do additional 
additional seasons for the additional seasons of the show. So, you know, buckle up and enjoy the short run of what the show is and, uh, you know, share it with your friends. Yeah. And if you don't like it, it's 10 episodes. Come on. You can you <laughs> can hang with us for 10 episodes. You're fine. You've done worse for 10 hours of your life. I know you have. So yeah. it'll be fine. I guess the other important thing to kind of point out about this show is uh, we've all intentionally discussed this and we're not going to binge the show. And I want to talk a little more about this a little bit later, uh, but Netflix typically releases their, you know, their TV shows all at once. Unlike with like Disney Plus, for example, who releases things weekly. Uh, I want to talk more about that, you know, a little bit later, but we are not going to binge the show. We've all, uh, you know, we have already watched episode one. And I think we're going to do double episode recording, so we, we may kind of fudge a little bit right there in the middle between the episodes. Um, but we're going to watch episode each one one by one, so we can kind of enjoy the speculative part of, of this. I think it's one of, the, one of the most fun parts about being a fan is uh, to kind of, you know, predict the future a little bit and kind of dream about what where we expect to go and what we'd like to see and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, we have a couple other little fun moments uh, that we're going to add to the show. Um, we're going to do some Sokka snacks. It's a recurring element of the Avatar series that Sokka is always snacking on things. So uh, each episode we're going to pick something fun and uh, like one of our favorite moments, for example. And, you know, that'll be our Sokka snack for the week. We're also going to highlight a MVP every single week. This Avatar is a very character-based journey um you know we love character stories at utini and every week we're going to pick a new character of the show who we thought was kind of the standout um actor story something like that and we'll hit that every week as well and then lastly we also want to highlight some parts of the utini community we have you know a special uh we have a channel over in our discord you can find that utini.com slash discord we have an avatar dash netflix channel uh in discord so go check that out we've already had some really great participation we want to highlight some of uh, you know some of our community in that channel as well. So let's dive right in, guys. Let's just talk a little bit about the animated show because you know this kind of this has been a long time coming. We have you know I feel like we have to right off the gate you know honorable mention if you want to call it honorable to the M Night Shyamalan movie. Out the gate, Corey. There's there's <laughs> no the way I'm discussing. Can we kick it out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yes, that uh... technically exists and. It, you know what? Here's what I'll say. My hot take, guys. I wish that movie had been filmed this year because this year a lot of movies get fully made and then get deleted for tax purposes. So that would be great. <laughs> that that, that does keep that does keep happening. Um, yeah, I think we've kind of. <laughs> this was an interesting journey. The reason I bring that up is it's an interesting journey Jeez. because uh, I want to talk about our backgrounds with the animated show. Um, but I feel like we've already had this sort of gut punch of like, here's the thing you love in live action, and it's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never heard anybody say anything positive about that film, honestly. No, I, um, as I went at Midnight. As I saw a Midnight premiere. I remember I was in college, and I went with my best friends, and we were huge fans of the show. We went to the local theater, Midnight release. My buddy Ian is a huge fan. He was like, oh, my God, I've been waiting for this. He had his hoodie and everything. He walked out in the middle of it. The rest of us stayed, and we were his ride so at like 1 a.m. to 2.30 a.m., he just sat in a movie theater lobby by himself instead of That's staying in the fan. theater. At that point, you so just find sad. something else playing and you jump in there, right? I know. You know, I'm saying. You, you, you just I leave. Know. You're like, okay, something else yeah. has got to be playing just... in the theater right now that's better than this. You just <laughs> it, it literally doesn't matter. It's, it's already, you know, an hour in. You're like, I'm jumping in. This is better than what I'm watching. Yeah. Then a cool Kidman ad on repeat for an hour and a half, frankly, would be better. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, rough times. Rough times. Story. What's the first time? Uh, what's the first time you guys watched Avatar? Did you guys all grow up with it? Oh, the yeah. original show. Every afternoon. 
on repeat. Special Lamas that was coming out? I, I can remember I was like 12, and I'm pretty sure it was Thanksgiving break, and I like discovered it on Nickelodeon, and I was like, I'm going to binge this now. I, I started doing I, I mean, I, I was watching, um, you know, a, a lot of cartoons, anime stuff. You know, my, my mom was very supportive, which was very nice for me. But I mean, we would. That's good. Yeah, we, we would sit there and watch Studio Ghibli films together. Mm-hmm. Nice. And she started to really appreciate those and the message that they delivered. And Avatar was, you know, kind of kind of adjacent almost to that in, in, in a sense that, you know, cartoons can be fun and they can take up children's time and it's good for parents. And, you know, but when you're a parent, you're like, well, what are they learning? What are the lessons here? And Avatar is one of those yeah. shows for Nickelodeon where they really branched out. They really did something they've never done before. And they produced this show that was life-changing for kids. And that, and that kind of gave them a platform. And even if they didn't know it later on, really affected the way that they chose to live their yeah. life. So, Yeah. Absolutely. The show came out when I was about 13, I think, which it was like an amazing age to start watching this show. Because I was just a little older than Hank, so he could kind of be like the little brother, but like Katara oh, and Sokka yeah. were right around my age. And I remember watching it live. Similarly, I watched it on Nickelodeon, watched it all the way through. And I, I've never really been an anime like watcher. I haven't watched a lot of Studio Ghibli. I haven't kind of do, I haven't done Naruto or like Death Note or like I never really kind of got that. All that stuff kind of came cool right after I got out of high school. So I feel like had it had I been born like four or five years later, I would have absolutely hit all that. Like, I tried Attack on Titan in college for a little bit, which was rad, but, you know, things happen. But this show, the storytelling of it, the visuals of it, the fun of it, the action, was unlike anything else. And I was watching Spongebob and everything else on Nickelodeon, but then Avatar came on, and you're like, okay, everyone shut up now. This is, like, a movie time. This is, like, a a movie-quality show. And everyone I met then, when I went to college, because this ended 2008, I started college 2009, like, it was kind of a nice intro thing. Like, what nation are you? Did you watch Avatar? Oh, my God. Are you Fire Nation? Are you an airbender? Like, it was the yeah. Harry Potter houses. Like, it was very easy to kind of figure out who you liked. And it was a great starter topic for that. And then it just kind of carried on until, you know, the horrible fail of the movie. And then I think I've watched it in totality only maybe once or twice since then. I haven't really gone <laughs> back on an annual thing. But it was really great yeah. to be a part of that as it was going. Yeah, well, this was... You. This was really like the first uh this is the first like premiere that I can remember actually I think as a kid is when the finale for the show came out mm-hmm. my siblings and I have three younger sisters and we all watched the premiere together that's the first time I think I remember doing anything like that as a kid of watching a show premiere I guess and mm-hmm. it, it kind of makes sense in some ways because there's just not there's not a lot of serialized children's shows no, no, not like it's, this. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a kind of a modern thing. Like, now it's almost expected. Like, Gravity Falls is hugely popular. Like, you know, there's, there's just not a lot of... I can't remember that many serialized TV shows. They were all one-offs right in the 90s, right? Yeah. Uh, early 2000s. Yeah. So. Everything I mean, was a holiday special, but... Yeah, right. everything was holiday <laughs> specials, right? It wasn't... But this was like its own universe and world building and it had seasons and, you know, there was a different tone to every season and... Yeah, yeah. Just, and there was stakes I loved it. and consequences, which right. I think, like, as a kid or a teen or a young teen, like I was, like, you're watching this being like, oh, this, this is animated, and there is like silly, like, and like people die, and like, right. there are like at the end of book two when Aang feels, and it's like, wait, what? And the season ends with the Fire Nation no. like winning. It's like, wait, <laughs> right. what in the world? This is you, you can do this, and I think that's why he was so big because. 
it was the you can do this on television. Kids aren't dumb. Kids can handle this. Right. And not only that, they want it. And right. it's really beautiful. Yeah, for sure. And it's just and really Kay- badass. Come on. I know. <laughs> Kaylin, I remember you telling me that uh, we actually bonded about this early in our relationship. And like oh. we when we met in college, like I remember we talked about we talked about Avatar. We we actually watched it all together in Avatar too, we did. Uh, in college we did. too. I Probably remember. on our sick days. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you telling me that you like, uh, what was that? There was something about like you watched it outside. And the- oh, okay. So the, what was it? The like final few episodes of season three. It like changed hands or something and we had cable or um, direct TV or whatever it was at the time. Dish. I don't know. But he oh, oh didn't have the right <laughs> Nickelodeon channel mm-hmm. to watch it. Like, it was supposed to be on, like, Teen Nick or something, and it was on Nick, but now it, you need the special Nick. And I didn't have it. And so I scoured YouTube as a 15-year-old to hard, find hard to do. these, like, last few episodes of season three. And I remember, like, I would go outside and, like, sunbathe as a teenager in my backyard and like I brought my computer out there so I could watch it and I couldn't see it correctly so I like had to put a towel over my head and the computer so I could like make a dark room so I could see the last important moments. Okay, I just yeah. want to follow this uh, so I just want to make sure I follow this correctly. Yeah. So based on the story you told so you went to the outside the inside mm-hmm. historically a darker place you went to the outside sunny <laughs> place and said, I need to make this Listen, a dark place. And then made an artificially dark place while you were sunbathing in order to watch the yes, show. But I'm a millenni- yes, but I'm a millennial and we all have mental health problems and I have depression and need my sunlight. So going outside to get some nice vitamin D was very important. <laughs> you know what? That's how dedicated we were to this show as kids. It's like, I, no matter what, like, yes, value mental health. Also Pretty yes. sure I was binging it in the middle of playing RuneScape. You know what I mean? RuneScape. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, good luck. Hey, hey. The, the only child syndrome hit me hard. Okay. Oh my god! Yeah. Same Yeah. Absolutely. Like, wait, friends that are by you physically? <gasps> what a concept! No. So my sister was in college, and I remember she would come home and she would watch it with me, and so I felt special that like my kids show was enticing enough for my older sister to watch with. Got me. the approval. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's a good show. It holds up. I mean, I, I you know. It does. Me, mm-hmm. me and my wife watch it, I don't know, probably, I don't know if it's once a year, but it's it's close to once a year. You know, we'll Love just be that. like, hey, you know what? Why don't we just sit down? It's very relaxing. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's some very hardcore media being shown here, even for a kid's show. Um, but it is, it's a very relaxing, easy watch. What is it like 20 minutes or less? It's probably more like six, 16 minutes once you take out the intro and outro. Um, you know, it's just an easy afternoon watch while you're doing literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. That was really one of the things I wanted to ask you guys too, is when is the last time that you have seen the whole show all the way through? Alec, you said you watched it pretty recently. Yeah. I would say about three months ago. Probably about okay. Three, wow, three so you've watched ago. the whole thing, the whole series, all the way through. Yeah, I think it was in November, it was sometime around, which I guess is ooh, four months ago, um, which would have been sometime around Thanksgiving. We were traveling and okay. and just kind of binged it over time. Yeah, 
It's been a couple of years for me and Kate, I think. Um, Corey, we have a problem of we skip episodes in seasons that we don't like. Right. So, like, I don't know that we watched it all the way through. It's probably been a long time. College. Probably maybe since college. Yeah. And yeah. We, we did watch the majority of it a I couple of years ago. Of it, yeah. Like two or three years ago, I feel like. I think it was Tennessee. really in Tennessee. I, I think that's fair, I though. So. I mean, there, there are definitely episodes that you could deem as filler episodes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You know, they they yeah, they sure. still might might bring some more expedition exposition to somebody's plot line or kind of flesh out a character right. a little bit. But yeah. you know, certain things are are like, eh. you know, it's it, like it, it didn't it's really like, add to- something to the story. Like when yeah. I when I have forgotten a lot of this six months from now or a year from now after watching it, mm-hmm. that's not the episode that I'm going to recall. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like if I'm listening to a rap album, I don't always listen to the skits. Some people get that. Uh, but. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm the weird one on here, guys. I think it's been over a decade for me. Over a decade, like for the whole wow. thing. Like I've got. Wow. I've watched. You know the water. I've watched like the finales. I need. I need that meme movie, of the lady with the bell just going shame, shame, shame. I know. <laughs> I am. I am also chronically. Um, a lot of folks may know this about me. I have a very hard time rewatching things, it's only true. because I'm like there are so many things that I have not seen, played, read. Mm-hmm. That's that right. if I'm rewatching something, I'm like, well, I already know what's going to happen here. Eric and also I, consumes more media than anybody that you know in your yeah, life. Literally yeah, anybody that's true. listening to this. Well, I, I cannot wait yeah. to hear your opinion on the new show. I think it's going to be <laughs> yeah, really, really I mean, interesting I, to see see what, coming, what you take from it. Yeah, it brings a yeah. interesting perspective, I think. I, that's one of the reasons. Don't watch it while the show is going on. Oh, wait no, till after. Definitely not. Yeah, wait till after the show is over, then you can watch the animated show. But I do have a cool point on that. I'm going to tease for for next episode or mm-hmm. episode one. I know I kind of have a phrase that I've been ruminating on since I saw the first episode. Oh, that no. I'm very excited to kind of form my thoughts. Okay. okay, a phrase. Yeah, is it from the show? Is this made up? No, no, it's, it's a philosophy that I'm kind of working on. Is this interesting? So if you, okay. if I'm going to forget it now, I'm, I'm pumping this up. Y'all. I'm gonna if forget. there, if there was a character, <laughs> write it down. If there was a character who this philosophy would be most attributed to, which character would it be? Oh man, who would say it? Yes. If, think, if you oh, think I mean, a character oh. would say that philosophy, who would it be? Ooh, well, if it's a philosophy, ooh, ooh. Okay, I was gonna go Iru because he's very philosophical, but that's uh-huh. kind of like that, that, that's just that's like an easy anything out. that's kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. If you say anything kind of slow and kind of weirdly, that's an Iru line. Um, yeah, that's fair. Man, I think that if I was a person to say what I'm thinking, it might be more of a Katara thing. Okay, it might be a more like. It's fun, but there's a little bit of. Hmm. We'll see if we agree. Right. We'll see right. if we all agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have that rest, and then we'll come back to it. I have to know, like, who are y'all's favorite characters? Because, like, I have a diehard favorite character. Oh, start with that animated. Yes. Yeah. Who is it? Who is it? My, mine is Katara. Like, I can't help it. Correct. Like, I Good. love her, but I love to hate Correct. her, and yeah. I just love her. I sure it's not Jet. You're a big Jet fan, are you? Fudge. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, no. Come on. <laughs> no. Katara's great. That's a great one. Are you um, are you a are you a big Katang pusher? Do you do you No. Do you, do you push the Katang? No, I was I was very upset by Katang. You, like I knew it was gonna happen because yeah, just a yeah, guy has yeah. to win. Zit- but, are you Zatara? No. Oh, I'm so Zatara. Oh my yeah. god. So that's why you that's why you married the bad boy. That, that whole <laughs> okay. there is an episode in season season two, I think, where Katara and Zuko get trapped in a cave together. Yes. And after yeah. that moment I was like they are they're soulmates. I, yeah. They are men. There's be only together. one. Cave I will and say. Only one <laughs> oh, 
window. Having known Corey they, for they quite a while, you probably are a bit of a bad boy, Corey. I feel like you have stories oh my you can share. Listen, we're not yeah. getting there. I, <laughs> yeah, let me just burn my face really yeah. fast. Yeah. All right, so you know, you asked a question. A you asked a question. Fair oh, question. Yeah. Yes. Favorite characters, Corey. What you got? Yes. Boomy man, I love Boomy. King Boomy. Dude. He's yeah. little, all the episodes with King Boomy are phenomenal. I love that uh, when he's introduced as a character, he's like, he's such a weirdo and he's really annoying and he has all these riddles. And then like that was a genuine plot twist at the end. Flopsy. Yeah, that I, yeah. that really got me as a kid. I remember thinking that I was like, holy smokes! It's, I was surprised by that and. Um, I love him. Every time he has something to say, it's both insane and incredibly wise, and he's just a great recurring character. There's a lot of those, too, in there Avatar, are. actually. Yes, the supporting cast is excellent. Yeah. I think yes. it contributes yes. to the world-building of the universe. We talk a lot about world-building in Star Wars. Like They flesh out the inhabitants of this world more, more I think, exquisitely than most shows. Definitely. Um Alright, what about you? Know. you? Yeah, Alec, I want to know you, your expertise. I, man, I'm, I'm not going to lie, the last like five minutes we've been talking about this, I've, I've picked, I think, three different people. <laughs> so, I will I will settle, I, it's not settling, but I would probably say Zuko's storyline is probably my favorite. It's it's probably the most transformative across the entire, I don't even know if that's a word, across the entire mm-hmm. you know story arc here of the four seasons. Yep. Um, getting yep. to see somebody who is grown up in a household that is uh, very mean and ruthless in a in a nation that is in war with a father who you know draws you into a battle because you speak out of yeah. a war meeting then to give you a literal birthmark of fire yeah. on your face Jeez. and then send you on a mission that he thinks is impossible for you to ever complete just for you to realize that the person that you're trying to please is not the person that you actually need to worry about. Right. Mm-hmm. That story arc to me, I think is unbeatable. And yeah, I love Aang. I love Sokka's humor. I love Katara, mm-hmm. but I think Zuko yep. to me is the one that is the most powerful. <laughs> and, and, and if you really look at the series as a whole, the animated series, Zuko's character um, brings, brings the most epic presence, you know, and, and yeah. yeah. And so I, yeah, I don't think I can choose anybody. One, one else. of the most un one of the most untouchable story arcs I think in oh, I, honestly. I think entirely in storytelling. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's so good. Like, All the way start to finish. Yeah. I mean I mean he's, he's such an annoying prick to start. And you just you <laughs> yeah, meet him. First season, he's the worst. Think, he's so young. I think the first he's just young. I know we're kinda of throwing some spoilers out there for, for, for mm-hmm. people that yeah. have not seen the show, so I apologize. But there's something that is it's not necessarily a spoiler <clears throat> if you've seen the trailer for this show too, but there, there, there is a a a point in the show where you see Zuko take on a role as mm-hmm. as a good guy, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's so shocking to see that, that you, in an unexpected yeah, way too. Like you, you have very you have no idea that. that 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 he's capable of this, and you start to realize like this character is really complex, and he yeah. is going to change a lot. Um, you know, so yeah, it's got to be Zuko. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Um, I was going to say Zuko as well. I won't for the sake of argument, but I will say <laughs> the most important thing I think is cool about Zuko is that he is one of my actual least favorite characters in the first <gasps> season. I find him insufferable. Oh. To the, right, it's but, fair. But it's fair. His arc, but he yeah. becomes my favorite character because his arc is so good. And I, I, I'm kind of like, it's kind of like a little bit like Ezra and Rebels for me, where like I really can't stand <laughs> him at the top. But then the arc is so good. 
that I'm like, wow. But but yeah, Zuko just rises all the way to the top by the end. So I will instead say two honorable mentions. One is a complete cheat and is an Easter egg for folks of the Avatar <laughs> universe. Is Avatar One uh, from Legend of Korra? Um, yeah. He's my absolute favorite, the first ever Avatar. Um, those duology episodes in Legend of Korra, I think, are maybe the best episodes in either show, e- even though they're completely <clears throat> separate. Um, but really, uh, Uncle Iroh. I mean, come on, Uncle Iroh. Yeah, that's fair. Is, that's fair. I think the most one of the most comforting characters in all of fiction. <laughs> Every one of his, like, you know, as much as we joked earlier about the philosophy, everything he says is such a beautiful lesson for anyone that watches this show at any age. It doesn't matter if you are an adult. It doesn't matter if you're a young kid. Like, what he is saying can speak to you wherever you are in your life. The performance is so beautiful and warm, and yet you never doubt for a second that he was a general, that he demand mm-hmm. he commanded legions. And I think it's such a really cool message for Iroh that, just because you're gentle, just because you have compassion and empathy and wisdom in no way means that you won't fight for what you love. Like, there, yep. Iroh did not have to sacrifice either part of himself in order to be strong. And I think that, for my own part, as a young man watching this show, there there is no show that really does that lesson quite so well. To tell young boys, like, you can be strong and fierce and be able to battle while also being... They drinking tea and doing little strategy games and being funny, <laughs> like right. and being kind. So the strength of kindness yeah. with Iroh is yeah. is the duality of yeah. Zuko's ambition with yes. Iroh's wisdom is just their scenes are their scenes are the best. I think like yes. two of them on the road, especially when yes. their, their 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 broy road trip is just. It takes until I think season two really to take off. Like, so. yeah, but still. Even though there's only three seasons, you're right, and it's still one of the best shows of all time. Which is, like, the quality of the last two seasons is... Oh, we're fans. We're fans of the show, everybody. We're fans of the animated show. That's what we're saying. Hello, fellow benders and explorers of the four nations. We are taking a short break from our journey through the new Avatar, the last Airbender series on Netflix, to share something truly special, and that is our vibrant Patreon community, The United. This week's episode is brought to you by the United Community, the heart of our Uteniverse, and that is where fans unite about all things deep diving into the fandoms we love with this spirit of passion and positivity. Inside the United on Patreon, you will find exclusive world full of content from behind the scenes peaks at our YouTube channel productions to ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and tons of insider updates. It is an absolute in, uh, backstage pass to what happens behind the scenes at Utini. But the United is more than just content. It is absolutely a huge, thriving community with features designed to bring us closer from organized events to exclusive deals. We are building a space where every fan has a voice. As we look to the future, your feedback and involvement will shape the direction of the United. This is your chance to be part of a community that's the heart of our mission, fostering a sense of belonging and participation that's essential for every single fan. If you're ready to join us, head over to patreon.com slash utini and become part of the United. Let's make the community stronger together. Don't wait. Dive into a world where your passion for fandoms becomes a shared adventure. Now let's get back to the world of Avatar and continue our journey through its mysteries and magic. Now that we have kind of talked about some of our favorite moments from the animated series, I kind of want to talk about sort of the, you know, let's look ahead to this live action thing, because this is, you know, this is both for something that's so dear to us. I mean, this is something that's like you know, to get the, to get to, to get the announcement. I remember when they announced that the show was coming out, I was both like, oh, that's really cool. And also I am really scared <laughs> Yeah, uh, because it's hard. It's really, really hard to take animation into live action. So 
I kind of want to just open the floor to kind of what we want to see from the live action show. What are some of our expectations? I know we've already all seen the first episode, but I do want to kind of kind of open the floor to that conversation. You know, I think a, a good question to kind of start with would maybe be like, what sort of challenges do you think like this show faces? A live action version of an animation show faces. Alex? I mean, look. The first thing you have to look at, and and for those of us that are unfortunate enough to have memories of the M. Night Shyamalan fiasco, is is the bending. Is what is the bending going to look like? How do you make that look realistic? Yeah. You know, we're we're mm-hmm. we've created this world where you have four very distinct styles based on four different martial arts, and you have to show that in a visual representation. Now, I think the thing that that is gives me the most hope is honestly just the budget that they have for this. And that they're using yeah. the volume. They're, you know, this is a new thing in the industry now where you have, for the first time you, using this volume, you have people in pre-production that are doing visual effects. You know, when we think of visual effects, we think of it as as a post, you know, shooting um, part part of the production. But now we've got right. artists on the pre-side, we've got artists on the post-side, and you've got this massive 23,000 square foot volume that, that, you, that you're in. And you know you've you got a partnership between Netflix and Nickelodeon. They're they've called it their Game of Thrones. You know, I mean the the budget alone and the people that they've brought in have me really really hopeful that they're going to be able to pull this off. Yeah, yeah. I would say um, I would say my biggest concern is kind of Eric. You already sort of alluded to this earlier. Is the first season is arguably the weakest of all three seasons of the show. Um, of the animated show. And if the, you know, if they do sort of follow the same trajectory of the show, if the first season is not incredibly successful, that could be challenging, like to convince them to throw this kind of money at, uh, you know, this type of project again. Um, that makes me a little bit nervous. Um, but, uh, Eric, you said you look like you got something there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the biggest challenge that faces this is, is the idea that when you remake something, you have to do it for a reason. And obviously, they're doing it because they want to make money. Like, let's be adults about this. They want to make money off a thing they know is good. Uh, but it's so beloved that you, there's not really a point that you're like, oh, we wanted to do this because they did this part wrong. We will we will make it better in our version. Um, instead, they have to make it... They have to do something different. They have to do something that honors it, but is different enough that proves a reason for its existence. And I think how they handle that is very hard because... There are going to be some people, and I don't think um, either of the four of us are like this, that want a line-for-line, shot-for-shot remake of the animated. At that point, yeah. go watch the animated. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's still around. You know, like yeah. like you said, the bending, Alec, is very important. And the bending that you can do in animation where you don't need to obey any kind of physics or budget, because if you can draw it, you can afford yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you just... You need to accept that's not going to happen from the beginning... But however the show handles this, whether that's going to be more intimate scenes that are more like talking, talking between actors, however they do that is going to have to be intentional. And I think it's going to be a pretty big challenge. So that's really my main concern, I guess, for the show. Like, I'm excited that it exists because I think that as much as we say, oh, my gosh, just go watch the original I mean, go tell a fourteen-year-old say, "Hey, there's a cartoon from 2005 that's really great." We're gonna be like, "No," you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, I, I no feel thanks. the same way, honestly, about the Disney live-action remakes. Even though I don't mm-hmm. like them as much, more kids that are seven are gonna want to go see a movie that comes out in 2024 than a movie their parents grew up with in '92. So, like, just yeah. we need to acknowledge 
that this is going to open it up. So I'm hoping that they make it unique enough that it's interesting while reverent enough to make us all happy while realistically it's very likely to disappoint everybody. So (laughs) I I think it's going to be tough, but I'm excited to see if they do it. Kaylin, what about you? Any nervous? What are you most nervous about? Okay. I hope this makes sense. Um, I am nervous about the humor, the trans, the mm. translation of oh, the humor yeah. from mm-hmm. animation very, to live action, because these effects are really, really good and they're really, really serious. And these are really serious stories. But part of what we loved about the original series was the humor. Yeah. And like, yeah. I was Sokka. Well, the physical yeah. humor the ri- alone that they are able to do with animation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. The rhythm of jokes, jokes. Mm-hmm. like, like, like the big, the music. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the music. The music. Oh. I already mentioned it to Corey. I was oh. like, is there going to be the Momo music? He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> like, we all yeah. know that iconic sound. Know. Like, but is it going to happen in the show? And is it going to be done well? Or is it going to mm-hmm. be awkward? Yep. The, listen, the riff, <laughs> the riff of the, uh, listen, the shorts episode from season two in Bossing Say, where, where Iroh goes to visit his son's oh. grave. Do you remember oh, that? Yes. Oh, uh, do smoked. I remember it? <laughs> <laughs> We're all traumatized by listen, that. Listen, <laughs> the score alone from that single episode bow, will make me bow, cry bow, every, bow. make you yes. cry every single time. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What about, uh, you know, outside of, I agree, you know, with everything everybody has said already. I mean, I, that ultimately that's a problem when you have mm-hmm. a when you have a show that is, you know, so quote unquote perfect from start to finish. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to build the sequel, right? Yeah. It's all, the sequels it. are always hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, they're always tough to to do and this is in a lot of ways a sequel, right? So yes. even though it is a similar story. So, I don't know. I mean, all those things aside, I, I think I think it's been one thing that's kind of unique about this, I will say, is that it's, it's been a long time, right? Yes. The yes. animated yeah. show was a long time ago, right? It's been yeah. over a decade. Almost two two decades? Oh, 2004? Uh, 2008 is when it ended, so 16 years. Yeah. Holy smokes. Wow. Yeah, it's, been a, two. it's been a long time. It's been a long time. You know, that's enough. That's enough time, in yeah. my opinion. You can give drive it a shot. Now. Yeah. 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 Let's <laughs> give it a shot. He has children. Uh, <laughs> wait, 16? No. No, sorry. not at 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I went somewhere else with that. My bad. Um, yeah. Uh, I do want to I do want to ask you guys, though, you know, nervousness aside, challenges aside, what are you most excited about about this? I mean, this is kind of weird that we get to get to relive this in a lot of ways. You know, I, I feel an, an immense amount of nostalgia about this show. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, right. Kaylin. Yeah, you look so, giddy, Kate. <laughs> I am giddy. Okay. This show was so important to my childhood of being identifying as a woman that I am very excited about how they're going to tell the stories of these very important women because there are multiple. That's true. Like mm-hmm. many, many women that are super important and very powerful mm-hmm. and they show anger and they Suki, aren't always kind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all of the Fire Nation women, like them and a whole bunch of Zula. They, I, was, Kate, uh, I was 15 when I watched this. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, yeah. <laughs> I learned a lot about myself yeah. watching this show. I was watching for May. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm looking for Azula and I scare myself whenever I realize that. Oh my god. Whenever gosh, she starts cutting like, her hair. Yeah. Like, I can fix her. Anyway. But even, even Toph. Like, okay, she yes. was. Oh my god. She had a disability and, oh like, god. I mean, it's it's sad to me that she's not going to show up yet. I mean, mm-hmm. some of these characters aren't going to show up yet, mm-hmm. but I hope they do. Like, yeah. I hope they do. And I hope their stories are told well. 
Have they committed to multiple seasons? I mean, essentially, okay. it would be this thing would have to bomb. It's dude, this, this is Netflix, it. bro. They cut <laughs> everything all the time. Yes, this is an established three season. This isn't like original. So I would be shocked if they do. Anything's possible again with taxes, but I think they is. It's understood that unless this bombs like crazy, they'll probably do at least a second. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll be quick and answer your question for you to say uh, fight choreography. Just like oh yeah, the, the bending of the, the bending. fights. I I miss. I want to see epic set pieces. Like you mentioned, Game of Thrones. Alec, they said it was that. I don't need that level of martial craziness, but like I am just excited to see bending. Over and over and over and over and over again and see really good choreographed fight scenes. Yeah. The trailers are good too. Yeah. 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 The trailers look really yep. good. I mean I remember mean, when the trailers first came out, I was like, Holy smokes, this is like yeah. this it's looks visceral. this looks this looks spot on. Like it mm-hmm. looks just like it. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm I'm I might be in the minority here, but I, I think for me loving something so much and having such a, a deep passion for it. You know, e- even with like Lord of the Rings, I love Lord of the Rings. I was super excited for the mm-hmm. Rings of Power to come out, and I yeah. knew so many people that were like, "I don't know, man." Like, you know, the, yeah. they're 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 going to ruin it. But the reality is, is I love a a, a world, right? Like, yes. Utini is all about Star Wars. Anytime a new content comes mm-hmm. out, you you're not going to automatically be like, "Ooh, the, uh, uh, you you're just hopeful." You know, you just yeah. really want it to succeed. And that's where I'm at with this. I, I, I love this story so much that I really want to see a new telling of it. You've you've got some incredible people at yeah. the helm of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've already talked about how ex- how expansive the, the budget is for this. You've got two great, gr- great entities with Netflix, who has brought us some incredible shows over the years and Netflix and Nickelodeon, who we were raised with. Um, you know, I have such high hopes here that the people in charge are going to retell a story and it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be a shot for shot. This is a new telling with a new vision of the same characters that we love. And I, I love any chance to see and explore that. Now, if it bombs like the M night Shyamalan, then I will do everything I can to forget that this ever existed. But if it's incredible, <laughs> like, like we expect it to be and like we know and hope it's going to yep. be. Um, then we're going to have a really powerful podcast here and we're going to have yep. so much fun over the next 11, 10, mm-hmm. however many weeks this goes on. Um, yeah. And then, you know, then we'll be biding our time for the next season. Hopefully it doesn't take four years or something, but I hope so. <laughs> you know, yeah, this kid's going to grow up quick. my guy. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think we're in for an incredible ride here. So I'm, I'm really yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good, you know, kind of thing to bring up and something we, we kind of talk about a lot of Utini is like try to have an open mind and like go of your expectations and, you know, just find the things to like about something and try not to get in your own head. And because it's so easy to do that with fandom, especially when you get hyped up as an adult, everything is the problem is we're looking through, you know, a, a, a childhood lens at everything now. Right? We, we learned about Star Wars when we were kids. We learned about Avatar when we were kids and it was beautiful and perfect then. And now we're older and you can see the flaws. So. You know, it's it's easy to it's easy to to get caught up and oh, this thing sucks. It's not as good as it was, and I hate this and hate that. But like, it's just so much a better way to live if you can just you know try to find the things that you love about a thing. And we talk about that a lot at, at Utini, and that's absolutely the right attitude to have. And Alec, I've heard you say before too that you're pretty good at like separating mediums. Yeah, like the Harry Potter yeah. books are great, and you know the movies are great too, but they're just different. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're different, but they're yeah. both great in their own independent yeah. way. Yeah. Because the craft is good on both. I think that's what the, that's what we always value mm-hmm. in Eugenie is that if the craft of what you make is good, if the people behind it make it well, 
then you can have a great time. Mm -hmm. It's really that simple. Like whatever they add to mythology, whatever they change up, if the scene work is good and it direction is good and the camera looks nice, then I'm in. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think the last thing I want to kind of uh, I kind of want to briefly uh, chat about here before we we head on out of here. I want to shout out some members of our community as well, but. Um, Netflix always releases, this has nothing to do with the episode, but Netflix releases all their content all at once. Yeah. And I kind of hate, hate that. I hate it. <laughs> Absolutely hate it. You guys hate it too? Man, I'm shocked you guys are all on the same no, page. Oh, it's, uh, it. this, this show was made to be a week to week episode show. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that's why we're fixing it with the podcast. And I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, we look, you, you could have an entire podcast just about the difference between television now between oh like you know shows so shows like lost right oh and then God. and then and then shows talk about shows it. that There's are on talk Netflix. about it around the water cooler dude, right? yes. yeah man. every like, week yeah. you're like dude i can't believe I this you know i, I know yeah. i mean I, I mean vastly superior you know yep. game of thrones for me is probably the show that's the most recent that is that kind of week to week probably like, that for a lot of like, people yes. honestly yeah yes. where where you're like oh man you know you're setting your clock you know it's it's like guys in sports it's like, yes. oh man, every week we got this game coming up. We're going to go see the game. And it's that way for entertainment. You know, but with yep. but what Netflix does here is they just overload you. They just throw everything at you. They're like they're like, "We know you want it. Here it is. We're going to shove it down your throat. You're going to binge watch tell me, everything." Tell me what happened in episode 5 of the most recent season of Stranger Things. What? No. Don't threaten me. Dude, I have no freaking I idea. No. I can tell you everything that happened in the last season of Stranger Things. I have no idea. What was in the middle? I have no idea. Yeah. Like, because you watch it all at one time, yeah. and the show yeah. is so long. Yeah. Like, I'm excited to do this you know. podcast with y'all week by week, mm-hmm. but realistically, in two weeks from tonight, no one's going to be talking about this show on the larger scale. Our community, I, I hope that all y'all listening, um, if you want to, like us, kind of watch it weekly, kind of like force this schedule in, um, I think it's going to be way more fun, and we're going to have a great conversation about it. But I think that Netflix has this issue where they think their projects fail and they cancel them because they don't have staying power. Because Game of Thrones, like you said, Alec, was weekly and people thought about it all year round. Then you bought the merch. Then you bought the Blu-rays and you kept putting money into it, which is why HBO didn't care about password sharing. They're like, we don't care. More people watch it. You're oh, going to buy a, oh. a house start I got, t-shirt. I got hit with that for the first time last night when I was... Oh, did you? Yes, dude. It hit me last night because, <laughs> because I, I, I have, I've been using... My parents Netflix for years, <laughs> for years. Like, don't you put that curse I, on me. We got a podcast, dude. Dude, <laughs> last last night I was like, oh man, you know, I really just want to re rewatch this one episode from the original series, and I and immediately it was like, uh, this this account is not in the right network. Are you traveling? And I was like, oh dude, dude we're done. Sucks. No, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. done. They screwed yeah. it up. They screwed it up. If Netflix did weekly releases. They could consume the entire year of content, and I know. we'll do what we can. But no, it's a huge mistake. Yeah, okay, sorry, they're not me, that bummer though. <laughs> let me just say this: weekly allows you to digest the content because there's no way we could have handled the Red Wedding if we didn't have like a week to digest. Oh, that's so oh, true. Oh, a season of Game of Thrones in a day. Yeah. Oh my god! Like I would be bawling in a. In a corner, and I, Corey would be like, "Are you okay?" And I'd be like, "I can't That's, talk." It makes the it, just, it, <laughs> it makes the conversation it, it makes the conversations not fun because mm-hmm. the conversation no, yeah. you the conversation you have is like, you know, 
the last show that I binged on Netflix was probably Stranger Things. Same. And uh, it, but we split that up like a few episodes at a time. Yeah, everybody. Most it is long. Do. It would yeah. be hard to binge yeah. hard to yeah. thing all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. but like the, a week or so. But the conversation you have at work about Stranger yeah. Things, like, hey, did you did you watch Stranger Things? Oh yeah, I love that show. It was really good. How do you feel like this? How do you like the most recent season? Oh, it was great. Oh, I'm on. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole conversation. I'm on episode like, four. Where are you at? Oh, I've already yeah. finished oh, yeah. it. Do you see the? Oh, I forgot. Oh, it, that one. It, I don't want to spoil it. it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil yeah. it. Like, yeah, let's talk about something. It else. Sucks. All right. Yeah. I'm glad we've established this. Universally, we hate this. Yeah, which is why I think it's we're awesome saying. that we're doing this week to week. I'm really looking <laughs> forward to agree. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, Sounds Netflix. Good. We're four people on a podcast. We're right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You have millions of dollars of marketing. I'm sure. Forget about it. Leave it in the bin, as the Brits would say. Listen to us. Go back to weekly. I agree 100%. On that note, I do want to highlight a couple members of our community because I did post earlier today in uh, in our channel in Discord, what's your, what's your earliest memory of Avatar and why is it stuck Aww. with you? And we got a couple of really cool responses in here. Um, yeah, yeah. I want to kind of go through some of these. So uh, Thrawny said uh, uh, said that they watched it with his, uh, he or she, they watched it with their kids a couple years ago, last year, and they were totally engrossed. That's an interesting perspective now of people oh, our age are going to watch yes. it with your kids. Oh my gosh. A lot of children That's, that's a risk. That's a risk, my guy. <laughs> no, I I keep telling my sister like, hey, your oldest is old enough to watch this now. You need to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mom, this show sucks. All right, go to your room, you little brat. All right, let's into that. Uh, some folks said they watched it during the pandemic. Uh, Noak, Noak Specter Ace, they watched it during the pandemic for the first time. It was really comforting during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We also got uh, some folks talking about the old. Let's hear Christ. How do you say this? People in your Discord names, you guys are hard to read. Curses, uh, curses, I think. Crises. Anyway, I remember watching it uh, after coming home from school, and they remember playing the old PS2 Avatar: The Last Airbender wow. game. Did you guys wow. play any of the games? Okay, yeah. Can I those? say real quick that the fact that there is not, in my opinion, a good definitive Avatar: Last Airbender RPG or video game yeah. is insane. It is the Assassin's most video Creed. game built thing you could do, and they haven't done it. I think they've made three in total. I think there's three yes, games. <laughs> I, yeah, but not like not like MMOs though. They're like they're like a railway you no. know, kind of game. But even like I, played, play, I played one on the on the GameCube back in the day. Oh, the GameCube! You drop that thing off GameCube. a building. You want to talk about an, an an industry that spends the most amount of money for for the most bombs on a consistent basis? <laughs> true, true. Is gaming. Uh, cause, cause the risk is so high, but if you hit just one game, yeah. they're good for 20 the, years. And then, and then you'll get a rare one like Cyberpunk where it falls on its face so hard to start. And then three years later, when they oh. finally give you the full game, they start winning awards and people are playing it again. Know, it's great. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait, where, where was, where was this game three years ago? Well, I mean, Alan, did you see my chair? Sorry, audio people. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's it, dude, what a great game that just flops so hard because of of how in, imperfect and how I don't know, really just like la- lackluster with all the glitching and the, you'd be just be mm-hmm. riding around and all of a sudden you're six feet in the sky and you're dead. And now you know the game is perfect. The old Avatar right? games were were fairly glitchy as well. If I so, yes. very much so. Make a good one. Make a good one. Listen, guys, I'm probably the odd one out, but I would come home after school and play. The games on Nick.com. Yes. Oh, so, man. That's I a throwback. Would do the internet games. Yes. And like, I think there was Good. one where you had to like launch fireballs or like. Yeah. Yep. Water balls or whatever it was. Oh no, that God. I was very good at that. Like one of those mini, like mini clips games. Mini clips. 
<laughs> All right. This is going to be another hour of nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. No, Keep those Discord comments coming, Corey. <laughs> yeah, I know. Last one I'll shout out is uh, from Lando, who says that uh, him and all his friends watched it in college, and uh, they watched it uh, again and followed it up with, with Korra recently, Aww. too. And I have not done that. I've not watched the entirety of Korra. Uh, like, I watched those when oh, they came really? out. I watched them when they came out, and I've not watched them again since then. So. I watched them again. Pretty, we should do it Pretty we sure Korra and Katara have a, are the same voice actors. Pretty sure that are they? Yeah, pretty sure they're the same. That's pretty cool. May oh, something true. something. I'm look that up. May Whitman. I mean, that's who did guitar at least. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure she did Akira as well. No, Janet Varney did Cora. It's a different white boy. There's a lot of them. I don't know. <laughs> I was listening to a, to a great podcast of of her and the voice actor for Zuko talking, <laughs> and she yeah, Dante Bosco, and yes. she and she kept mentioning Cora, 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 and I was like, I th- are, are you you did you do a voice on it or something like? But anyway, yeah, it's a good podcast. It is, yeah. All right, guys. Any last thoughts as we look forward to you know episode one, which we're going to talk about here shortly. I'm ready, man. I mean, Let's I'm jump into ready. it. Yeah. You know, we didn't we didn't Mitchell say, say oh, here it goes. we didn't say which which like group we're in. We did. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good go. point. That's perfect. Let's do that. Yeah, let's end with that. That's a great what thing. Nation? Yes. I like to yeah. start with you. You brought it up. Um. Well, we we had a brief like conversation about this the other night, <laughs> but I will say, and I still feel it's true. I'm an Earthbender through and through. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very much into carpentry. I've got a garden outside, you know, it's like, I'm, I I don't know. There's just something about it. Like, I I feel like, you know, like with Harry Potter, right. You're like, oh, I'm a Gryffindor, blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm -hmm. But with, with this series, there's not really one that stands out, right? Like maybe like Mm -hmm. Fire Nation's the bad guys, you know, like, uh, <laughs> but, but, well, you know, it's like water is, 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 is like the comforting, you know, uh, pa- healing. powerful, healing. but yeah, yeah. healing properties, um, you know, air, we just have Aang really in the original series to look at. Right. Um, but yeah, I think it's peace though. I think yeah. earth, earth bending to me is like the perfect, uh, sphere of where I belong. That's fair. I like that. Caitlin, what about you? Oof, man. Okay. I I bounce back and forth. I, I, Does that make you an avatar? Monday, I'm a water no, bender. Tuesday, I, I'm an air bender. I love the water tribe. I just love the water tribe. There's a lot of things that I don't belong in the water tribe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I don't like swimming and I don't like fish, so I don't <laughs> belong there. But fish. Okay, so like it doesn't make sense for me to be around water. It doesn't. But I feel most connected to their people. But then I I feel like a small connection to firebending as well. Interesting. I mean, you do strike me very much as a Korra. I mean, uh, you're just Zatara. You're just a Korra or you your own Korra, Katara. Katara. I guess. Avatar? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they're, they're the same voice actor, according to Alex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to do my research better before the next okay. podcast. You're just the Avatar. <laughs> Eric, what's you? Oh, Fire Nation all day. Um, I, I don't know why I started thinking about Fire Nation when I watched this. But I just felt very drawn to them. And then I, I've done like all the quizzes and all theirs. For everyone listening, if you go to, I think it's like 
Master Your Element or something.com. Yes. Yeah, Netflix has a quiz. I did that yesterday. Okay, yeah. I was I got... disappointed with my results. <laughs> so you identified the way you would identify. Yeah. But if I did say very name. Um, and I've always just <laughs> enjoyed, probably because of the Zuko thing of like, no matter where you come from, you can kind of build your own path and your own destiny. I've always kind of probably subconsciously really thought that it rings true. Um, I get a little angry if things don't work out. Like if my computer is a little slow, I could use a fire dagger. I totally get that. I'm not like, feel the water, breathe the air. I'm like, why isn't it working? Uh, so I totally get a little bit fire nation there. But yeah, um, my buddies, we had four guys in college and all of us thought we were a different nation. And our, oh, we were going to cool. each get a tattoo of like the circle <gasps> of the insignia. And only oh, so far, God. my one buddy got one, but he messed it up already because my buddy Pete uh, got Aang's glider on his arm for air. And I'm like, dude, you had to get the circle. No, it, it can't match the glider. But, <laughs> anyway, Fire Nation, baby. I think I'm probably Earth, honestly, um, for a lot of reasons. But uh, I have the right hands. <laughs> Caitlin says okay, the so thing. there is a hand test. Uh, Caitlin did this for this. You can night. look it up on the length of your palm and your fingers. It's the length of your palm and the length of your fingers. Some voodoo witchcraft. It, it is. <clears throat> yeah. All right. On that note, that's a good place to kind of finish up here. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this week's episode of the Utini Avatar Show. If you are looking for other fun shows, be sure to check out the rest of our lineup in the Utini Network. And if you are already a proud member of the United on Patreon, thank you so very much. A special thank you to Brian Dooley, Carl Sander, Michael Fry and Raymond Bozinski on our Jedi House Council and James T, Ashley Ingalls, Colton Fife, and Chris Carrizo on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. Let's keep the party going. Hop over into Discord. We are continuing the conversation with other Utenians about this week's episode in the Avatar Netflix channel. Huge shout out to our behind the scenes stars, Kyle for making us sound good, my fellow host for juggling all the things, and Wes for the Utini Network support. To our fantastic listeners, you are the heart of this community. Your stories, your voices, and your passions, that's what really makes this thing fun and special to all of us. All right, that's it for us. Keep exploring, keep sharing, and let's keep having a great time together. We'll see you next week. Support for this show and all UT Network podcasts comes from the United Patreon community. At the heart of the UT universe, the United is where our most passionate fans gather to deepen their journey through the worlds of Avatar, Star Wars, and the broader universe of nerd culture and sports. By joining the United on Patreon, you gain access to an exclusive realm filled with content that takes you behind the scenes of our YouTube channel, provides ads-free listening of all of our podcasts, and offers regular insider updates. It's more than just a content hub. The United is a vibrant community. Through organized events and special deals, we create connections, fostering a space where every voice is heard and valued. Your engagement and feedback are vital, helping to shape the future of the United and Utini and ensuring it remains a cornerstone in our shared mission. To join and start your journey with the United, visit patreon.com slash Utini, and together we can build a stronger community. Thank you for your support, and remember, the adventure continues in every episode of The Avatar Show and across all Utini Network podcasts.